0: Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Timothy chapter 3 verses 14 through 16 from The Message translation, which reads: I hope to visit you soon, but just in case I'm delayed, I'm writing this letter so you'll know how things ought to go in God's household. This God-alive church, bastion of truth. This Christian life is a great mystery far exceeding our understanding, but some things are clear enough. He appeared in a human body, was proved right by the invisible Spirit, was seen by angels. He was proclaimed among all kinds of peoples, believed in all over the world, taken up into heavenly glory. This is God's Word. Having passed through garden, to the altar, to the tabernacle, to the temple, to the reality of us as the living embodied temple of God in the wide world, we now move on to what living out this reality looks like. Paul wrote the words from today's scripture reading in one of his final letters. We know it is First Timothy to his son in the faith, Timothy, with this very reason in mind. It's always great to stumble upon an explicit statement of purpose in a letter such as this. It takes a lot of guesswork out of figuring out what the letter's about. I write, Paul says. Hoping it's not necessary to write, really, because I'll be there with you in person before you know it. We can speak face to face, that our joy may be full, John the Elder would add. But just in case I'm delayed, this is what I want you to know. How to conduct yourself in the house of God. Quickly, he clarifies that he means no sanctuary of stone and mortar. These early believers had few, if any, of those meeting in improvised settings within upper-level dining rooms wherever they could, nor does he mean an exterior institutional entity since they really didn't have those either. What they had were gatherings. Gatherings of people who continued steadfastly in the apostles' teaching, in the sharing of needs and resources, in the eating of meals, and in a devotional life of intimate prayer. Gatherings of people who thus functioned as families. This is actually the most common metaphor within the pages of our New Testament for what we know as the early church. Family. Brothers sisters, fathers, mothers, sons, daughters—belonging, family, kinship, home. First-century households were too often bleak, broken places, just as they tend to be now or in any age. So how about this household? How about us as the house, you and me? How does this house, this family with Jesus in the midst, look differently from the all too often barren relational landscape around us? This is what we'll be exploring over these next weeks. The answer is crucial because everything hinges on this. No pressure. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, and the world will know that you sent me. That's what Jesus prayed in that prayer in John 17. Or, in other words, the reality of us as brothers and sisters in the gathering of believers is the pillar and support of the truth, of the incarnational reality of Jesus as the one who came in the flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit, seen by messengers, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory, as Paul chants what evidently was a very early statement of faith. There's something to be said for the conciseness of a statement of faith that you can sing in six lines, amounting to a total of 18 words in the Greek tongue. In fact, there's something to be said for a statement of faith that can be sung, period. And that's what they did as a people of presence, a people of celebration, a people of worship, a people of prayer, a people of healing, a people of love and compassion. Six weeks, six dimensions of the path we walk as the house, six strands of the common DNA we share as the family, by which the world will know us as the children of God. As you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder this, how practically relevant is the metaphor of the church as family? How has the church functioned as family for you, or is this metaphor one that you've struggled to see fleshed out into practical reality? How do we cultivate the church as family, rather than merely building or institutional meeting space? Lord, show us how to live in your house how to live as your house, fitted and joined together as a people present to you, to one another, to each moment with all that it holds, to each need as it unfolds, to each pain large and small. Lord, let us be present to it all. Through your mercies. Amen.